You are the kind of dad who can do anything, anything he puts his mind to, including getting those stonewashed jeans from 1991 over your dad bod. You are bad to the dad, and this is the podcast for you. Little motivational talk to start out season three. We are the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life. We are bad to the dad, along with Coach Randy. My name is Adam D. And Coach, I don't know about you, but I think this could be the best season three we've ever done. I gotta tell you, I guarantee it, the best season three. A lot of variety is what we're promising our listeners. Not just anything, growth, potential, growth, inspiration. Yeah, I know you're big on growth. I'm very big on growth. See, we just switched switched roles there. Now I get to be the adolescent. I love you, brother. Yeah. Well, we took a little bit of, of a break, and a we had bit. a few specials. Yeah. Love our. I got to tell you, those specials were we were at uh, Four Cities Brewery in Orange, and the Star Wars episode that we did with John, <sighs> Neil, and Chris, yes. smiling ear to ear. I must have listened to them I've twelve to a few times, times, which no. means I padded our download <laughs> stats. Absolutely. But we have. I mean, for those out there, uh, we're almost at the year anniversary since we started doing this our right. first season. And we're going to hit our 50th episode this year. This so I'm year, excited 50, about right? That. Yeah. Uh, we have over 10,000 downloads. 10,000 in total. In total. Well, which those, is, those are big numbers. That, which, that's, those, those, those are five digits. Absolutely. It's five with digits. With a comma. And, you know, for a man's perspective, that's really big. Yes. Anything five digits for a man. <laughs> it's very big. Yes. Yes. Uh, it means we're compensating for something else. But we're not compensating for listeners, and we're not compensating for friends who support us, including our sponsors. Yeah, we've got Becky Berman back again for season three. Never lets us down, Becky. Yeah, and uh, how about that logo, season three logo? Mm. With the fingers. With the fingers, all three Not fingers. Not the finger, no. but three fingers. But you can read between the lines, you uh-huh, can see the finger. Uh-huh. Bone Daddy. And she's also been supporting us in the off-season when we did our holiday special. Yep. She did the Santa hat yes. with, with Bone Daddy. Uh, remarkable how she cranks things out. Uh, really the best in graphic design, marketing, and online marketing. That's Becky Berman. Of course, we want to thank the tapinto.net network. Those are our friends that help us promote the podcast. Tapinto.net. And if you like local news, if you live in especially the, the North Jersey area or Central Jersey area, we're pretty sure that there is a local news channel for you. And, of course, Jessica and Danielle, we appreciate their partnership as we continue to keep this bad boy off the ground. See how much we've done. Plus, we have social media is getting a little uh, some love. Social media, Instagram, at Bad to the Dad, Facebook is uh, forward slash bad to the dad and we have our own social media platform which is the old the old-fashioned it oh my god it's like so 2005 dad yeah. and that's the website bad to the dad.com and we really want you to communicate with us yeah we're uh, looking to season three uh we want some uh some direct messages so for right now uh direct messages at uh, our twitter handle um at bad to the dad or instagram at bad to the dad uh, and send us a message what we really want are either stories you've had over the course of the week uh, that you want to share, or better yet, questions. We don't care what kind of questions. The more juvenile, the better. Please. Uh, we want questions. We will read the question on our show and then provide us a chance to kind of answer those questions. So if you think you can stump us, do what you can. But I, we're looking away. for direct messages through Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, as well as Twitter, at Bad to the Dad. Yeah, I want to make this show a lot more interactive. Also, if you have guest suggestions. Now, <laughs> Coach Randy and I, in our circles, we know a lot of people, and we do have a list of folks that we're going to be bringing on the program. But if you have somebody 
that you think is interesting, or if you think you're interesting and would like to be on the program, again, instant message us, direct message us. I'm, I'm so confused. The IM, the DM, whatever it takes, try to find yeah, us. Yeah, we're looking for a DM. A DM. Is well, that a BM? Oh, no. No. I, Not I, a BM. I, I'm sure you've had a I grew of up. Those. I grew up with a grandma asked me yes. if I was making a BM. Well, with all the fiber <laughs> that you eat, Coach, I... So a DM, a which DM. is a direct message. Direct message, yes. yes. Not yeah. an IM, which is an instant message. No. A DM, which That's is like a... That's like AOL. That's yeah. like, you no, know, you've got mail stuff. DM, yes. Yeah. DM, direct very, message. Very Tom Hanks yeah. with, the, That's with very, the AOL. Yeah. So I don't want to start off our season in a, in a very sorrowful way, but it's been a rough January for, for dads. It has. It has. Um, not that things have been necessarily bad in our, our lives. You know, we have healthy kids and everything else, and our families are good, but... We did have uh, quite a, a week this past quite, week. Quite a week. We, of course, want to talk about Kobe, of course, one of my musical legends. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite band, of course, is Rush growing yeah. up. Yeah. And at the beginning of January, a dad, a few yeah. times over, Neil Peart, died after a very long battle with brain cancer. So, uh, kind of making this all about me, Coach. You know, um, Rush is a band I've seen about 30 times, mm -hmm. okay? And ev every show was, was, was better than the next. Anytime they're in the area, you know, living in the New York area, there's like three or four yeah, arenas. Yeah. So every time they came, I would see every show in this area. And they, they quote unquote, retired back in 2015. Mm -hmm. And I was pretty sure that they were not going to tour again and probably weren't going to cut another album. Mm -hmm. But now I'm certain of it. Yeah. And now I reflect back on my childhood when I first discovered yeah. the band and remember all those those great years, how... The message of Neil Peart, because he was the lyricist, yeah. got me through all those tough middle school and high school years. You know, folks, if you want to get into Rush and you have kids, uh, subdivisions off mm -hmm. the album Signals. Mm -hmm. I mean, that right there. If, if you ever felt like you were alone as a teenager, mm -hmm. listen to Subdivisions, which is mm -hmm. all about the challenges of navigating the social landscape of high school. Mm -hmm. uh, plus, the music is, is really mm -hmm. good. I think that's my favorite Rush song, Subdivisions off of Signals. So we say goodbye to Neil Peart, mm -hmm. a wonderful musician, lyricist, and father. Again, a, a legend, uh, probably one of the best drummers, if not the best drummer, mm -hmm. arguably, in rock and roll history. Mm -hmm. So that's that's Neil Peart. And then, of course, the, uh, the horrible news... Uh, not just about Kobe and Gianna's death in the mm -hmm. in the helicopter crash, but uh, all all nine passengers. Well, I think uh, what, on that craft. I think it resonates so much. First, uh, as a star, the global basketball player, um, and then I think the hardest part is the night before LeBron James had passed him in terms of points, mm -hmm. so he was like literally in the news. Yeah, uh, and he's forty one. A lot of us have a hard time understanding. He played basketball for twenty years. Yeah. And he's 41, mm -hmm. uh, um, and which means he started when he was 17. 17, but basketball was in his blood from the start because it's a great of course, story. His, his dad, Jelly yeah. Bean Bryant, yeah. played in Italy, you know, and he so, was actually fluent in Italian. Yeah. You know, he had so many layers that a lot of people didn't had didn't no know idea. Him. And what I love is that as a as a son, mm -hmm. you know, I can't fathom what it's like to grow up with a dad who's a professional basketball player who goes to the, you know goes to Italy and you travel there, uh, then comes back and he becomes a dad himself. Uh, and regardless of what happened in his 20s, and there's, it was a very public uh, when he was 24, um, how things worked out, he died this dad who had Mamba, who had the indoor basketball, mm -hmm. was transferring his passion, his love to his daughter yeah. in the same way his dad did with him. Um, as a dad, I think what resonates, and I think it does with all parents, is wondering what was going on in their minds um, the instant before, and you're looking at your kid, or maybe you don't look at your kid, um, and then makes me want to hug my kids even harder. Just yeah. be thankful and grateful. It can happen any day. We, we talk about runs dadded in. Yeah. Like, what are those successful moments yeah. as a dad that we yeah. had during the week? And this, this, 
death unfortunately brought that to light. Uh, I was away. I was at a conference mm -hmm. and then I was traveling on business down in Florida. And I think I spent a little more time on the phone with my kids asking them about their days. Yeah. Um, what they learned. You know, talking about the, the Kobe Bryant death, you know, what does it mean to you? What are you thinking about? Remember his his 14-year-old daughter, 15-year-old daughter died, Gianna, yeah. uh, on that craft. Yeah. Um, you know, think about it. A, a, a dad and a, and a daughter, you know. And there are, other, there are, there are two other girls, uh, same age, all yes. in the same bat, all with their parents yes. there. Mm -hmm. um, and it does, uh, I think that's a piece that resonates the most, is yeah. that... Uh, all of us uh, take a moment. I love being a dad. Yeah. Um, and I there's nothing greater than I had a do-over, right? I got yeah, the dad do-over. Sure. Uh, and I'm still messing up my kids. My, my older two kids have actually told me how much I messed them up uh, because now it's really paying off in therapy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, that's probably... So they're going through a read yes. also. Okay. <laughs> you know, so the idea is that uh, this show is for dads and the stuff we carry ourselves and what we do, uh, you know, and runs dad in. I mean, this is our first episode you know, for uh, for season three, we had some really neat stuff happen in between. We did the two uh, the two shows, mm -hmm. uh, Four Cities, and then we did the Jedi. Uh, and we're going to run season three through uh, I think Mother's Day, right? Is it? Is... Yeah. So we're we're targeting around fifteen episodes. Yeah. If we get inspired to do more, we will. And and you know, we're really getting into this whole special thing. Yeah, we do a few specials. You'll probably as well. see some some episodes around Father's Day, around the Fourth of July. Yeah. And again, if there are guests that. Uh, align with those with those mm -hmm. stories with those holidays. You know, again, we want to stockpile guests. We yeah. want as many stories as possible because, in some ways, yes, we're entertaining. Yes, we're informing. But this is kind of a time capsule about what fatherhood is in the uh, now the new decade. You know, uh, the, the turn of the decade. Twenty twenty. I think today is a Super Bowl. No, who are you yeah. going with? The Super Bowl. Who are you going with? I, I'm going with the Chiefs, and there I have really no data to support that, just from what I've seen in the playoffs. Yeah. I think Mahomes has a lot of weapons. Yeah. Uh, he's got great wide receivers. He's got probably the best tight end in the mm -hmm. game in Travis. Well, I love tight ends. And, and when you talk about defense, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember around Bob Nelson? He did that stand-up yes, routine yes, yes. Uh, where he was representing all these football yes, players from yes, fake colleges, yes, yes. and there was one from the University of San Francisco, yes. and the joke was, yeah. uh, I'm a tight end, but hopefully next year I could be a wide receiver. receiver yeah. yeah. Okay, so I just... <laughs> little little data. Little, 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 little side. You caught it. You caught yeah. it. All right. <laughs> so, so where am I? Kansas City's, Kansas City's defense. Yes. I was really impressed with the way they stopped Derrick Henry yes. two weeks ago yeah. against Tennessee. Yeah. So I think if they step up like they did two weeks ago, they can stop this running back Raheem Mostert. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna own it. I think there's uh, what I love, and I. But I'm only really there for J Lo and Shakira. Come I on. mean, come on. Let's be honest. Let's hope they twerk, right? Oh yeah. They're, 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 they're actually, actually, there is a line in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Will there be twerking? You could bet on that. Like FanDuel? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not kidding. You could bet on anything you for the Super Bowl. And one of the one of the bets is will there be twerking? Yeah. Well, I think we're gonna have a FanDuel bet or a DraftKings <laughs> bet in in our house. Oh yes. Will Adam D. set the fire alarms off when he's making wings? Because you're making your special uh, annual Super Bowl wings. The theft. Flour, egg, flour. Flour. <laughs> flour. We talked about more, that. If you want to know more, episode two, season one. <laughs> episode two, season one with our comedian That's friend, Bob right. Field. So we're, we're talking about the beginning of the year, and I know we're already into February, and people always ask me, do you do New Year's resolutions? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't really do New Year's resolutions because things like spending more time with your family, being yeah. healthy, I, I try to do that anyway. Yeah. But I try to do a New Year's challenge every Ooh. year. All right. All so right. as you know, uh, a few years ago, 
I was president of our synagogue. Yes, you were. So that was a big challenge. That so was, glad I did it. It was really yeah. meaningful. We miss you. Uh, we I have, miss you on the Bima. I have the, <laughs> doing the speeches. Yes. Shabbat shalom. Uh, yes, and shabbat shalom to you, Coach Randy. And, and I have the scars to prove it, but yes. that, that was such a, a meaningful experience. And I'm actually seeing all the contributions that I've made as yeah. president uh, come to fruition in, in, in the next line of president. Yeah. So I'm really proud of that. Um, then it was, let's do stand-up comedy, something mm -hmm. I've always wanted yes, to do, and I'm still doing that yep. semi-frequently. Mm -hmm. By the way, if you need a comedian for your charity event or your <laughs> corporate event, uh, you know, I am, uh, DM me. DM me, yes. DM, me. DM you. Then last year, it was this whole podcast thing I want to do with, you know, one of my best buds. Mm -hmm. I think we're doing okay with that. I, I got to tell you, I'm very proud of us. We're already in a season three, season year three, two. yes. So very we're keeping that going. Yes. This year, I decided to do something a little different. Tell me. I want to do something a little musical. Bring it on. So I bought myself a mandolin. A mandolin. And I'm teaching myself mandolin. Is that the language? Uh, no, it's not ma Mandarin. It's Mandarin. <laughs> mandarin is what my son is, is learning. I don't yes. They learn, they're yes. learning Mandarin yes. in middle school? In middle school, yes. Oh, my God. And he's almost fluent. Have you sat through that class? <laughs> I have not sat through that class. But I tell you, ordering at Chinese restaurants is much easier with my son. <laughs> yes. So you, ordered, so, you bought, so you bought coach, a mandolin. So I bought a mandolin. Not, not the ukulele, but the, a mandolin. It's so, a guitar like. Yes. So I wish I bought a ukulele because that has four strings. Yes. The mandolin has eight strings. And two of the strings are paired for each okay, note. Okay. Is it easy? No. No. It is incredibly difficult. Yes. To learn how to play a mandolin. But, but, do you, but did you say no? Did you not go against it? Did you decide to push yourself and challenge yourself? Yes. Of course yes, you did. Yes, I did. So... Uh, I bought myself a music book, and I'm learning chords. Okay. Right? And for the most part, it sounds pretty good. But I think as most people are teaching themselves new things, new mm -hmm. instruments, new anything, they go to, to go to YouTube. All right. So Who's your favorite YouTuber? Uh, I like the Dude Perfect guys. Okay, all right. Uh, my son got me into them. We actually saw their, their show uh -huh. in uh, Newark. It's, it's a incredible Center. concept. Uh, it's just goofy guys yeah. doing sports stunts. But... <laughs> But you, you, you find yourself at the end of the episode going, why am I watching this? Well, but this is entertaining. Same reason why you listen to Bad of the Dead. Yeah, Just a couple absolutely. of dads being goofy. Just a couple of guys being So there goofy. you go. You're with the mandolin. So I'm with the mandolin. I, I download a beginner's lesson on mm -hmm. YouTube. All right? So it's this, like, 14-year-old kid. And he's like, today we're going to play Devil Went Down to Georgia. <laughs> so he's playing. And his fingers are flying across the fretboard. And at the end of the episode, he goes... Thank you for joining my beginners episode. Of <laughs> beginners, beginners. When is Devil Went Down to Georgia on the mandolin? A beginners lesson. That's good shtick. Oh, so, God. I guess you learned it. Uh, I learned how to watch another person play. <laughs> right now, I'm just trying to go. A A A G G G. I think you find yourself another teacher <laughs> or another instrument. There you go. We're bad to the dead. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D, our third season premiere. Very excited. And very excited about our guest, Mario Arace. Now, Mario Arace, you can see pictures of him on our website, badtothedad.com, as well as our social media platforms like Instagram, which is at Bad to the Dad, and our Facebook site, which is Facebook with the forward slash Bad to the Dad. Mario, 
Really, really awesome for you to join us. Very this nice morning. to Thank see you. Thank you so much. Very Fantastic. Nice to meet you. It's great to be here. It's good to be here in the den. We call this place yes. the den. This is the den. Yes. So welcome the den. to the den. This is where the dad, dads do their thing and the yes. kids are upstairs eating breakfast. We are in the den. Now, Mario is an inspirational speaker and author. So, Mario, before we go into that profession, I know people who like to be inspired, they have they have a jam. There's a song that they listen to before they go into the gym or start a, a hefty project. What what is your go-to song? Uh I ha- uh, every day is different. Okay. So I don't listen to one song. Oh, you have a playlist then. You have the Mario Race playlist. I have <laughs> I have the Mario Race go-to. Oh, let's hear it. So so I'll I'll go to a specific station on Pandora and I'll plug in and those songs come up. Whatever whatever however I want to set the tone for the day, that's ex- exactly what I do. Have you had the 80s day? What seventies, eighties, mostly seventies. Okay. For some reason, the seventies, the seventies. I even work out to the seventies, and the reason I do is because it becomes transcendent. It brings you back mm-hmm. to who you were, yeah. and I love hearing those old lyrics. And what's interesting is today, I hear my kids singing songs. Uh, I have three daughters, and they're singing songs from the seventies that are being remade today. So you know that those are the classics. Yeah, absolutely. And with the 70s, were those good times for you? Well, I was young. You know, it's uh, what I'm trying to get people to do is to just, if you're not already, start again and living your life through the eyes of a child. Hmm. Because if you do that, that's how you can shut off the anxiety, shut off the noise of society, and look at things in such a different way. Children are so curious. You know, as a dad, I've always raised my daughters to be curious be imaginative, be creative. Unfortunately, becoming an adult is a trap. Yeah. It's a true trap. And we we lose all sense of what we are truly passionate about when we lose that childhood feeling. Yeah. And and kids have a different perspective. They don't they don't worry about bills. It's it's all about like you said, let's be curious, let's be creative, let's uh, and let's challenge the truth a little bit. Well, that's just a thing, but why worry? Why worry? Even as an adult, you have bills, you have things it's people have to focus on, stop focusing on the problems, start focusing on solutions, mm-hmm. and do it in a very positive manner. Because if you do so, anything that's going to happen to you, anything that life throws at you, mm-hmm. you're going to react in such a different way. See, it's the way we react to things. And most people, if they're flooded with bills or they hate their job or they're in a bed, they just crawl up into a ball and they continue focusing on that problem. And that problem grows so big, it consumes them. Hmm. I would also like to uh, uh, say that I joke sometimes that uh, when I come back in my next life, I'm going to come back as my kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like I, I look... I look, right the wrongs? Yeah, no, no, just because I'm a cool dad, um, I'm, you know, and I want to come back as, as my kid because I kind of get it. And, you know, I think it'd be like a lot more fun with less pressure. Let me take that a step further, though. Why come back as your kid when you could start living today as your kid. Okay. You know, we have a window right now. Yeah. All of us. It doesn't matter how old you are. We have a window. Take advantage of every second of your life. Start now. Some of the greatest changes in life, people don't do in their 20s and 30s. They do it in their 40s and their 50s. Hmm. And all of a sudden, they start living that fulfilled life. And that's one of the things I put in my book. Everybody has the opportunity to live a fulfilled life. The problem is is that they sit in that comfort zone. Children don't sit in the comfort zone. They don't know what that is. It's complete curiosity. It's everything they look at, they look at with 
such amazement. So let's that's a good segue there because uh, you're obviously very clear in your message. We love that. <clears throat> we also want to get a chance to ask you questions. Sure, that's absolutely. part of being on the show. Is we get to ask you some questions. Go ahead. So a good segue. Tell us about the book. What was the idea of coming across the book? Well, the book came about. Um, I had a very successful year uh, career on Wall Street, and um, in 2011, automation and technology started taking mm -hmm. my passion away from me. Mm -hmm. I was very passionate about what I did. I went to work. I didn't have a nine to five job. You know, I would. I'd have a car pick me up at 4.15 in the morning. I'd be at my trading desk uh, by a little after 5 in the morning. And it was really awesome. You could be creative, imaginative. And all of a sudden, this was stripped away from me. And I got locked into this rabbit hole where not only did I lose my passion, I lost my identity. And for five years, I had to hide this from everybody. Hmm. And man, when, I, when, I, when you want to talk about suffering, you want to talk about pain, I was scraping and clawing to get out of it. And once I sat down one morning in 2015, January of 2015, and I actually called, I remember I was praying to God and I, I got my coffee, I was going through my normal routine and I called myself a victim. And that was my trigger. Hmm. And then I took a walk and I started, I started talking to myself, having a real gut check with myself, which a lot of people don't do. And I just started removing everything I no longer wanted in my life. No longer, and that brought me back to not only who I am, but more importantly, the best version I want to be of myself. And I want to teach people how to do that so that they don't waste their time sitting in that unfulfilled, mediocre life. Now, I'm sure there's, there's a lot of people, especially who have families that are going through that kind of transformation. But they know this is not just a choice for the individual. There's a whole ecosystem that's being affected. Absolutely. So, Tell me about how you connected with your family, how you communicated with your family about this transition and deciding to go a different path. Yeah, you know, it's got to start with you. Yeah. Um, if it's you got to start with Adam, it, it's 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 got to well, start I, with it's got to start good, with advice. No, no, I'm just saying it starts with you. Like he's putting two like it starts with Adam. Yeah, let me you know, let me let me start that again. It had to start with me. <laughs> okay. I had to go find myself again. I had to go love myself again. I had to like myself again. Mm -hmm. And that is the only way you can offer that to other people. Mm -hmm. um, you can't play a charade. You can't do it. But what I was able to do was, through that transformation, it started with talking to my kids about it, talking to friends about it, talking to family about it. And here's the thing. Not a lot of people wanted to hear it. And when I talked to people about my new aspirations, my new goals, and what I was going to do going forward in my life, mm -hmm. not everybody clapped for me. So be very, be very careful of the people who don't clap for you. Those are the people you have to remove from your life. The ones oh. who embraced it and accepted it, those are the ones who are still in my life. So, Mario, who are the people? You don't have to name names, but who are the kind? No, of I want people? names. I want names. Listen out there. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, you're you're very vengeful. So oh, listen, you know, we are we already we have almost over ten thousand downloads. Yeah, over the course. So of you're years, saying so. that's a good opportunity to that's expose a good opportunity people to really expose people. people. Let's get out there. Let's but, really bring up the dirt. Well, well, who are who are those at least kinds of people? You don't want to name names. <laughs> who are those kinds of people? Well, who can clap for you? some are family, some are friends, some are colleagues, some are just acquaintances, but. Uh, first off, I wouldn't name names because the biggest revelation I had and what took the biggest weight off my back, what truly freed me, is not caring what those people think. Mm -hmm. This ding, is ding, my ding, life. Ding, 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 that, that's ding, a huge, this that's is, a huge this is, this is This is my life, yeah. not their life. Mm -hmm. I don't care what they do. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they have. I care about what I'm doing, what I'm building, and the amount of people that I'm elevating and that I'm affecting with my life going forward. Hmm. So those those people, not to kind of sit on, on those folks and, and, and belabor their point, but I think that's where people get stuck. What are the kinds of things that 
people like that say in order to keep you from chasing your dreams? It, it's, it's not what they say. They try to tear you down because they don't have what it takes to take that next step to improve mm, their life. Mm -hmm. People who don't have the will to move forward in life and to make the changes and to take the risks and to move out of their comfort zone, they want you to stay in the same place as them. Misery loves company. Mm. Energy attracts like energy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But those people who want you to be happy, you start seeing them doing small transformations. And you see them making small differences and going out there and trying to better other people's lives. So yeah. you uh, have this revelation. You pray to God, go for a walk. You come back in, you start writing. Right? Yes. First of all, what's the name of your book? Elevate Others. Elevate Others. And was it uh, self-published or did you have a publisher? Self-published. And did you use Amazon? How did you... Amazon. Very nice. It's pretty easy, isn't it? Yeah. No one it has, is easy. No one has any idea how easy it is to write a book. So post, easy. Right? Like, so oh, easy. Man, I can never do it. Right? And I didn't actually write the book. Mm -hmm. I spoke into a transcribing Okay. Act. And then you just took I notes. paced back and forth for... Mm -hmm. I don't know how many days. And I wanted the book to be very unconventional. Some, mm -hmm. When I sent it to an editor just to weed just out some of the stuff, yeah. they're like, some of your chapters are only one page. You want me to add? I'm like, no, you don't add anything. Yeah, That message is there for a reason. Uh -huh. yeah. I only needed to get that message on one page. Leave it as it is. Yeah. I don't want any fluff. Mm -hmm. So I, w I wanted it to be as if I was truly talking, talking to, to the them. reader. Yeah. So they didn't just... I wanted them to feel what I was mm -hmm. saying. And the way I was talking was mm -hmm. like now. I mean, mm -hmm. people would have thought I was nuts. I was walking around, literally talking into my AirPods and just absolutely. <laughs> well, I have to understand something. You can't see to Mario. He's a hands talker. Yeah. Right? Very animated. And, you're, and your hands are yeah. going all over the place. I've been hit almost two or three times, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I just, we'll get you one of those boxing helmets. Right. You know, so uh, the idea of your book, I'm getting a sense, you want people to actually read that and see you. Going in their face, feel your passion, and get a sense who you are, which is why I told the editor, you know, this is this is me in here. This is raw in the flesh. I don't want any kind of. I want to make sure grammar's okay, but I want to get the message across without any of the uh, uh, the outside, uh, like the noise that people mm -hmm. get. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, because this did not come from my mind. Mm -hmm. This book, this book came from my heart. It came from my gut, and when that is correlated into mm -hmm. a message, that's how people feel it. And you've got to deliver it in the most raw, authentic fashion. And let people know that you've gone through these stages of life, you've gone through these struggles, and you've recognized that on the other side of struggle is greatness, and I was willing to go through it and share the story in the most vulnerable way. You know, so I noticed this move you have. This is, we, call, we, call, we call this the, the Bill Clinton move. This move right here? Oh, baby, I do like right. that move. Did you notice I that? That is a great move, right. by the way. <laughs> that is the yeah. Bill Clinton move. I, I did not. About your, your, your wife and, was and, looking at me with a quite a, quite right. a shot. And, and, and you know why I do that? Because you're Bill Clinton. I I no, I'm not. I, 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 I'm not a politician fan. There are, two, there, are two, there are two things I will never discuss with anybody, politics and religion. Uh -huh. Nobody wins. Uh -huh. Nobody wins. Yeah. No, but that was good. You had that down. But if I'm... I talk. I talk best, believe it or not, when I'm walking. Yeah. And, I, and when I'm moving around, because I'm, you know, it's the energy. It's the pat. It's really getting it out there. And sometimes it's very difficult. And when I coach people, when I coach people over the computer, over Zoom, or whatever it may be, they're like, you know what? You can walk around if you want, because I could see it. They could see me shaking my leg. They could see me. So it's it's having it's utilizing that energy it's channeling that energy in the right way kinesthetic energy. So when you do talks, when you present in front of a large audience, are you pacing the stage? Or are you like Absolutely. the TED talk where they keep you in the red circle? No, if if the day I do do a TED talk, I will break. Oh, the you rule. just said do do. 
<laughs> well, you have to understand, Randy is an, an overgrown child, and it's uh, it's it's, it's and been that's tough, all good. It's been a tough job raising Randy, but you know, I think we're making strides. We're making no, they strides. tell you. In, I uh, wanted you to know, I brought Mario here as an intervention for you. <laughs> that's what this is all about. That's good. Stick to me. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Uptown on that one, um, Mario. So I understand there's there's a subtext to the book. It's don't find yourself, create yourself. What does that mean? Well, a lot of people, especially the young people that I coach. They're always saying to me, Mario, uh, before I take that leap of faith, before I take that, I have to find myself. And I said, no, 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 no. Society taught you to find yourself. I said, let me give you a shortcut. Find out who you're not. Go out there and truly, like I said, have that honest conversation with yourself. Whatever you no longer want in your life, whatever you no longer want to be, if you don't see it as making you the best version of yourself, Remove everything from your life that you are just tired of. If you're tired of going to that bar and having a hangover, if you're tired of hanging out with that toxic friend who only just wants to play video games, whatever it is, whatever is toxic in your life, if your parents are telling you to do something with your life that you don't want to do, remove it. Remove all of that. And that is how you find out who you are. Mm -hmm. And that gives you clarity. And with clarity comes focus. And only with focus can we, as human beings, the apex predators, truly find out what mm. our true passion and purpose is in life. And if people would just chase their passion and not everyone else's and not what society is telling them to do and to wear and not what their parents are telling them to do and their educators are telling them to do, people are going to put themselves on the path to freedom and happiness. And that's what leads to a happy life. Hmm. Apex predators sounds like a great follow-up to your next book. Well, to avoid the apex predator. Well, it's, it's interesting because as human beings, we are the apex predator, and yet we do not know how to use our minds. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to control our thoughts. We don't know. And Well, we're, all, we're, we're trained in our schools to be left brain people, so it has to follow some kind of pattern. When you're talking about the right brain, you're talking about right brain stuff. Well, yeah, the right brain, the, we, we don't allow the right brain and left mm -hmm. brain to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. They're constantly at a battle mm -hmm. with each other, and we've got to stop that. I mean, if you think about it, like take fear, for instance. Mm -hmm. When we were born, when you're born, you're born to fear one thing, noise. What about light? Everything, not light, but everything else. I've got you. Everything yeah. that we fear right mm -hmm. now, as a, as t whether you're a teenager, 20, 30, 40, 50, everything we fear right now, we were taught. Hmm. We have to unteach ourselves about what fear really is. Fear is nothing more than an illusion. But we are taught to fear everything. Yeah. Well, you know what Zig Ziglar says about fear? False evidence appearing real. No, it's just fictional, fictional events. I, 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 F everything in right. I do like that. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the problem is, is people, people stop doing the things they truly want to do yeah. because that fear gets in the way. And fear is truly the thief of joy. Yeah. Now, you say you, you coach people. Yes. Right? So people are coming in. They, they want to make a change. Right? So They want to have a breakthrough. They want to have a breakthrough. So if they sign up with you as a coach... What what are some of the steps in that progression to get them to really uh, create themselves? Yeah, well, I mean, it's first off, I only coach people. I fire people. Uh-huh. You fire uh, clients. Oh, a great I feeling. fire clients yeah. a great because feeling. if they are not going to be truthful and vulnerable and honest with themselves, yeah. I cannot help them. So the first phone call is truly in their face. You really want to break through. Let's get to the core of it. Let's find out what's holding you back. And it's it's very raw. It's completely raw. I don't I'm look, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a doctor, I don't claim to be. Where did you uh, get your, your coach training from? 
life. Oh, so okay. All you the stages you I went through. One of the uh, the more organized formal coaching. No, programs. I mean, I've look. I've been to a lot of events, um, but it's being invited to speak at the masterminds where I truly understand that I've, I've, I've built the credibility through vulnerability and sharing my story. Mm-hmm. My story is not your story, his story, anyone else's story, but the experience in the stages. Everybody goes through those, and it's identifying exactly what it is, what we need to have that breakthrough and to get that clarity. Hmm. You, uh, you you do the speaking circuit quite a bit. Uh, not not yet, not okay. not as much. It's uh, you know it's it, it's it's more the coaching. It's more um, really dialing in with the other coaches out there and the other entrepreneurs who just feel very stuck. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs, believe it or not, are very emotional people. They're giving people, but at the same time, they beat themselves up so hard. So helping them, these people who truly want to change the world and give back to the world, and that's something I align with as Elevate Others. Uh, you know, my mentors make more, give more. I love being around and helping the people who truly are looking to create something in order to give back to the world. Yeah. I have uh, <clears throat> I met many years ago. Um, I met uh, someone who uh, was parent as coach. Um, and she wrote a book. It's a really great book. Uh, what's it like as we transition from your book and your passion and your your your, your professional career to personal life? Um, with these ideas and passion, the epiphany you had. What's it like being a dad? First of all, um, what are your names your kids? Give a shout out to your kids. What's oh, it like? Danielle, Lauren, and Gabrielle. I mean, they are, they are my world. Mm-hmm. They are my world. Um, it's one thing I can say is I. I know that all through their life so far, I have been there as a dad because of my love for them. A lot of people go through the motions as a father. They truly do. They go through the motions. They make it. I make it so that every single day, I have two kids in college. Um, one is still uh, in high school. But I make it my business every day to have a conversation or communicate with them in some manner because I am their father, but it's what I've taught them growing up to be who they are, to be passionate, to follow with them. So they're living testimonial of your book. They are. <clears throat> and and I, I told my kids, you could do whatever you want. I've mm-hmm. never told my kids what sport to play. They all did their own thing. They were all great athletes. They, were all, they all did it. I even told them they didn't have to go to college. I said, I will give you the money to start your own bed. You do what you want to do. I'm not here to tell you what to do. Um, I did. I, I actually I actually took a picture. I was on, I was on a boat. Um, and the gentleman was driving the boat, took a picture of me, and I was, I was just making a, a hang 10 sign. And my oldest daughter put something up that absolutely went viral on her feed. And it was something to where... Uh, my dad does not tell me how to live my life. He lives it and show us how. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was very cool because... How old was she then? Uh, this was two years ago, so she was 18. Oh, so that's yeah. mad props from an 18-year-old. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was awesome. <laughs> and, and as a father, I mean, you know, you talk about... You know, like you remember yeah. when the, my, my heart just grew like... Ten times. Mm-hmm. That's gratitude. And when you can get gratitude back from your own children and knowing... Especially an 18-year-old. It's you know, 10, yeah. 11. Yeah. And, and, get those and, and, my, and my middle one, she's like my biggest social media fan. 
I mean, she's just on there, like the first one to comment every day. I don't care what time in the Sharing morning. Sharing with her friends. <laughs> I a lot of oh, they all put them on their stories. They all yeah. put it on oh, everything. Great. And, you know, they're getting it. They're understanding. Like, they, I, could, I could see it in them how they are going to be an incredible impact on the world. They're going to have an impact. They're not going to just live. They're not going to just exist. Most people, 99% of the world just exists. Mm -hmm. There are people my age who have never lived a day in their life. Which is sad. Mm -hmm. I know my children are going to live. I know they're going to take advantage of this gift and unwrap the gift that was given to them when they were born. And that reminds me of a really quick meme, or not a meme, of a saying that I've heard several times is, people say you live once, right? No, you live every day. You live every day. But you, you die, die once. You die yeah. once, exactly. Yeah. And uh, that's something I always tell my kids when they, when they say, uh, what, YOLO. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, YOLO is a no-no. <laughs> you have to live every single every day. day. You have to wake up with a purpose. You have to wake up excited. Whatever that is, identify it. But don't rush into anything. I hate the fact that the pressure put on kids today to find, them, to find out what they want to be, who they want to be. No, take your time. You've got time. Do it right. You get one life. Do it right. Every single day, wake up with passion. And if you're waking up with a smile on your face, as far as I'm concerned, you won. Mary, what do you like to do with your family? I know the kids are getting a little older, but when you're all together. Oh, my God. We're, we, we do a lot of things. It, it, we, we love going out for good food, mm -hmm. uh, my, my, especially my older. She's a foodie. Um, but we hate the cold, so we're beach people. Uh -huh. <laughs> when, when we're on the beach, we're in our happy place. Every yeah. time I walk into the ocean, I feel like I'm being baptized for the first time. Yeah. And my children as well. I mean, they we just we just love the beach, whether it's the whether it's the shore, whether it's Florida, whether it's the islands. We absolutely love it, and that's we spend our time basically um, just doing a lot of really fun experiences mm -hmm. and I don't know if you guys know Jesse Etzler but you know one of the things I came across one of the things I related with him I think it's fantastic is you know I'm trying to teach my kids and I came up with this because of him this is I don't take credit for this I just tell my kids you know build experiences and I said you know what start building a life resume have as many experiences as possible take as many chances go if I can give a piece of advice not just to kids but to the parents as well Go out today and do something that scares the hell out of you. Mm -hmm. Just do it and realize that once you put aside that fear, happiness is on its way. Happiness is there. You can embrace it. You can grab it. You can take control of it. It's a choice. I mean, think about it. It's truly a choice. And why people choose to stay miserable and wondering about what other people are thinking, what other people are doing, rather than focusing on their own life, absolutely drives me crazy. No, I think we need some gospel music. I, want, I feel like I'm in church, like a Baptist no, church. No, he just wants an amen. <laughs> amen, amen. amen. No, it's, like, it's, it's, you it's, feel the Holy Ghost Spirit inside you here, you know, because it makes sense. It relevates, and clearly you're passionate, and a lot of people get scared of that passion because they want to feel that way, um, but to be able to pass it on to your kids and your kids having the confidence knowing that they are really allowed to do what they want to um, is liberating, um, and their friends and their lives, you know, but they don't realize that they're creating a digital footprint by all their social media. Absolutely. And so they're already into brand marketing from, mm -hmm. from 12 to 13. So whatever you put out there is part of who you are. Uh, and it makes sense. Live your life, live your dreams, and whatever pictures you're putting out there help frame your life. And the fact that you're doing your Hang 10. Yeah. What a great story. Yeah, I think you're well, like right? I said, I love the beach. I'm a mm -hmm. big... Uh, I, used to, I used to surf when I was younger. Used uh, to. 
Yeah, no more. Uh, well, now now it's now, now it's now it's skimboarding, and I just I just I just love riding the waves, yeah. man. I yeah. just I, I could do it all day. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's funny about branding because when I got on social media to do this uh, after I went through that five years of hell, uh, Babam was my superpower, and I truly branded myself that way. And I'll never forget in March of 2018, I went to a large conference in uh, Lake Buena Vista uh, for Funnel Hacker Live, and all I had on was my lanyard. And I had these influencers, and I could name them, uh, and people would actually know them, their household names, but I had some real big uh, social media influencers walk by me and say, hey, you're the Babam guy. And that is what you do. If you do it right and you, you, you brand yourself as something, someone who is passionate, positive, and vulnerable, people are going to start recognizing you and recognizing that you're bringing something to the world other than something just to sell or some kind of ridiculous, mm. whatever it may be, that authenticity behind that brand is what is going to carry you through life and allow people, allow you to build a tribe yeah. that you could truly help. Yeah, an ideal. And I think we learned something about how to go viral. Yeah. We have not been harnessing the power of our kids' social media accounts. we got to ask them to share. Well, that, well that's a part of it. We, we have. Have, the, have their kids well, tell their dads to, you know. Well, what's so funny is that uh, Michaela, yeah. Uh, who's eighth grade? Um, literally, around school, she's the one who's sharing our Instagrams because yeah. she's connected to Instagram and everything else. And her teachers in her school uh, come to her and talk to her. There's a lot of a lot of dad teachers or dads yes. who are now listening to our and, show. Want to be on? I want to be on. Mm-hmm. And we've had uh, so it's really something that um, you you can you can harness that with uh, with the kids. Uh, it's absolutely true. Yeah. So, Mario, we have a segment to kind of wrap it all up. Yeah. It's called Dadvice. Now, you've been giving advice and dadvice really throughout this entire interview. Mm-hmm. So, you can either take a greatest hits of, of what you've already been talking about or maybe give us something fresh. But what words of wisdom, what advice do you have to other dads out there that might be listening? My, and this, this has worked for me. I, I, it's not telling them what to do, but I could say this. Let your children be who they are. Do not try to force them to be someone that you want them to be because that is what is going to destroy their happiness. I don't, I, I, that is something I am very passionate about. That's something I'm very strong about. But we as parents must let our children make their own choices, allow them to go find out what truly makes them happy. I don't care what stage of their life. I don't care what area of their life whether it's you know a career, whether it's sports, whether it's anything artistic, whatever it is, allow them to be that. And just to give you an example, you know, I was speaking to a 28-year-old, and this 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 kid is just so miserable because his grandfather was a lawyer, his father was a lawyer, his mother's a lawyer. He he was conditioned and programmed to go to law school, and he absolutely hates it. But his parents don't care that he is unhappy. They just want him to be their trophy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he followed in their footsteps. He became a lawyer, but it's stable. What about what about his happiness? Mm. If he's not happy, was this all worth it? Harumph. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'll give you a harumph too. Can I get a harumph out of you? Harumph. <laughs> yes. Well, you can't have a show without a Mel Brooks or no, a, a, a Chevy not, Chase. Not a, not so a bad thank to you the for us up. It not a, not a bad to the dad, yeah. one, that's for sure. That's great. Mario, um, thank you so much for being on. Absolute Mario pleasure. Race. So if we want more information, you have a website. Is it MarioArace.com? Uh, MarioArace.com. Spell uh, it let's, up for let's, us, let's spell it so people yeah. know what to type in. 
M-A-R-I-L-A-R-A-C-E.com. Uh, I'm also on Facebook. Uh, my Elevate Others page is on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram, at Mario Race Official. So, you and if anybody book, wants to reach out... You can purchase the book off of Amazon, right? You can purchase the book off of Amazon. You can, uh, Yes, and I'm also going to be putting together... Uh, well, I'm going to start doing putting it on uh, Facebook and Instagram as well uh, for sale once my VA gets all that cleaned up and in order. <laughs> Very good. Mary, I, I empathetically, I totally hear um I, I totally get what you're saying about the new york stock exchange and and you know kind of losing the human element a number of years ago i took one of my leadership development teams to the new york stock exchange i was working for a company that was on the nyse and Euronext, and the one thing i was looking forward to was that bell going off and hearing that mad scramble the bell went off i heard noise and everyone was running to a computer terminal. Yep. They were not exchanging dialogue, and you didn't see the paper flying well, like, you it, see it, like you see it in the movies. Yeah. If you remember, like, in the 1990s when Maria Bartiromo was on uh-huh. the floor, she was cramming through, like, she became... That was her thing, was working through that crowd. Now you go to the floor, there's no one down there but computers. People are working computers. Yeah, it's so basically... Even, even an IT, a, it's an IT job right, now to work right, the New yeah. York Stock Exchange. Yeah, which yeah. then there's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, from a spectator's point of view, it sort of lost the... I think it, it lost its brand in some ways. It, it, it lost what we know about the New York Stock Exchange being a chaotic but productive place where business happens. But let's not just leave it there. People have to be very cognizant of how fast AI is moving, technology is moving. It's moving faster than we think. Take a look around and understand if you are safe in five to ten years in your mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. and start building that side hustle right now. Start doing something passionate on the side right now so that you are completely prepared. That's what I really want. That's a message for people to really get who are out there, especially if you hate your job. If you're going to a job you hate that you might be replaced in, start doing something. Mario Arrace has been our guest on Bad to the Dad. Of course, all of our guests get the Bad to the Dad keychain that both opens bottles and opens doors, if you put keys on it. And you know what? We found that it opens minds and hearts, too. <laughs> Love it. And I think I've actually used it. I'm t- to uh, open minds and yeah, hearts or doors and bottles? Uh, bottles. And I'll tell you how in, the, in, our, in our after show. I, I can't wait to hear about it. Mario, thanks so much for thank being here. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. And th- I want to thank your audience as well for listening. We are Bad to the Dead. We are Bad to the Dad. Remember, we're on Instagram at Bad to the Dad, Facebook forward slash Bad to the Dad, and our website, badtothedad.com. And Randy really means what he says. He wants you to reach out and touch us. Reach out and touch somebody. Randy has some uh, some places where he'd, he'd like to be touched, but let's just try to keep it digital. No, as you say that, whenever I hear about reach out and touch somebody, and of course, uh, since we you know our break, Eddie Murphy was on Saturday Night Live, mm. and he played... Buckwheat. Buckwheat. Right? Oh, yeah. Remember when he, he'd sing Buckwheat's favorite yes. song? He uh-huh. goes, reach out in Dutch, dumb bodies, and make dip world a better place, ip to dan. So when he yeah. said, that was my so, Eddie so, Murphy so impression doing Buckwheat. They, they did a really good job on that Eddie Murphy show <laughs> where he was uh, in The mass Singer. Yes. Yeah. That's great how they how they worked all the uh, characters in that he did. Gumby and yes. Mr. Robinson. Gumby. And, and updated it. So uh, Mario Race. Yes. Great oh, guest. my God. Great way to kick off Oh, my God. Three. His energy, his, 
his inspiration. Inspiration. Um, yep. He yes. says um, inspirational and motivational. Yes. He made a good point that a yeah. lot of folks didn't hear on the show. Uh, everybody has motivation. Yeah. You know, it, it's hard to motivate someone. You yeah. got to motivate yourself, yourself, but you can inspire somebody to action. And uh, I, I totally get it. You know, he was in a profession that has changed dramatically with technological innovation mm-hmm. and could have obsoleted him, but mm-hmm. he was proactive. Yeah. And he said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take this opportunity to build a message, write a book and inspire others. And uh, I know I was inspired. He was, he was a lot of fun. No, lot of there's fun a lot, there's to. a lot to it. I mean, of course, uh, his story resonates a lot with me because yes. I, you know, was in a place, uh, where I was like, you know, in that parking lot with that lump in your throat, just mm-hmm. just dreading going in, and I literally just quit. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, I did help you. Like, what the f are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And the question, and of course, simultaneously when I made that decision, Jessa, we discovered was pregnant. Yeah. And so uh, I had this crazy idea. Wonderful that, timing. <laughs> I had this crazy idea that uh, while she was bringing life into this world, I'd bring life, you know, with my new company, new business into the world, which is uh, pretty crazy. But uh, it was nice having him, his story. Uh, there's no doubt that uh, he's got the passion. Uh, and you saw, I mean, he was a hands guy. Uh-huh. I mean, he was, his hands I would are, love to see this guy on stage. I mean, he's all because, over the place. Yeah. And, you know, they, they teach you in, in speaking school. Uh, which actually does exist. You, you know, you're supposed to, you know, stage just right of center, like like in the TED Talks. Mm-hmm. But I cannot stand still. And I tell mm-hmm. people, I just, I, I've got ants in the pants, whatever it might yeah. be. And for those of us that are like that, you just follow us. And our jo- it's kind of like you catch the identity. But his hands, woo! And I, how about that Bill Clinton move? I'll tell you, that is a very fine move to, to push that thumb out of you. Okay. I mean, you know how long it takes to get that uh, to get that done? Yeah, absolutely. You got to keep the thumb stiff and the wrist moving and, <laughs> yep. and everything else stiff. And it has to come I, at the right word. Yep. You got at the right word. Mm-hmm. I did not have sexual relations with that, that woman. With that woman. Okay. Right. Right. You got it, baby. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> Yeah, so Mario Race, you, <laughs> yes. you can learn more about Mario, MarioArace.com. That's yes. A-R-A-C-E.com. And, of course, this book is Elevate Others. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to give it a read. I'm going to give it a read. Give it a good read. Yeah. And when it's over? When it's over, I'll go to Amazon and, and give it a review. Give it a review. I'm give, sure it'll be a positive Give them five review. stars. Give them yeah. five stars. It's important for, for people to publish. Yeah, we, and we have to take care of each other. Artists yeah. and, and, and folks all who are trying work. to push out a, a positive message. We're all this work together because we might have some surprises coming up. Uh-huh. From bad to the day, we have a few announcements we're going to plan over the course of our season. Uh, we're not going to announce them now because otherwise it would not be a surprise. Not be a surprise, but we want to. It's called you know we want to give them a tease. Mm. So let's tease our audience. Mm. Say it again, Randy. Tease Ooh, our audience. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. I just I just we're going to have some surprises. We're going to have some surprises. Okay. This well season. now now we become a one eight hundred number. They still do that. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No. No. You just you just go right. To the you internet. just go right to the internet. Just, everything is everything you, you, you need is on your phone. You can go. Oh. You can bypass all those all right. because what's a phone when you got the internet? No. <laughs> so before we head out. Yes. I just want to wish a very happy birthday yeah. to my brother Chad. Oh, yeah. happy birthday, Chad! He's happy a big four nine, right? Uh, yeah, I was going to say the big four. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, that's all right. Uh, wonderful husband, yeah. wonderful father of three kids, very involved in mm. in his kids' lives, and um, yeah, he does a swift business himself as mm. one of the leading bankrupt- bankruptcy consultants, I think, in the entire world. Well, I got to tell you, that's a recession proof job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if anything, you like recessions. Yeah, well, and even when the economy is good, he, he seems to find the business. Yeah. So, Chad, have a wonderful day and Happy a wonderful birthday. birthday week. We are Bad to the Dad. Dads, have a great week.